0: Yo, yo, yo.
1: Finding a new home in your new city. Not making vacation plans for October just yet. And Angry Bowers, this is the 108 Stitches Podcast.
0: Not making vacation plans for October just yet.
1: (laughs) Oh, That was good. Just thought just off the head, just thought of it. That was funny. That was funny.
0: Vacation plans for October. Where would you go in October?
1: You know, this is going to sound very cliche of me, but I would come to upstate New York.
0: <laughs> yeah, Think
1: about it, dude. I I love being up here in the fall. It's so beautiful.
0: Like it you truly get fall in the fall.
1: But also, also, I would like to go to like San Diego. Yeah, that, I feel like that in the fall would be like just a great. You know, seven, I've said I've said seven, this
0: to you. Mm-hmm. I so bad if if we hit Lotto anytime soon, I really want to go out to uh uh to California for the all-star game, Dodger Stadium. Oh
1: yeah. That'd be awesome. But hey, to win the lotto, we gotta play the lotto.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. All
1: right. <laughs>
0: hey, fir- first trip to the gas station back up at Oni. We're going to hit, we're going to win the lotto thoughts.
1: We're going to win the lotto.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's play it and then we'll win easy. Right.
1: I mean, on paper, I think it's easy, but I guess, I mean, we'll play it.
0: (laughs) Facts. So let's hop in. We got to talk first priority. You had a great idea. Let's talk about all the trades first. It's probably the the biggest news that's happened. Yeah. In, in your opinion, let's start off this way. In your opinion, what was the best trade and for what team?
1: The best trade and for what team?
0: Like, how? okay, let me rephrase this.
1: I know, no, I know what you're saying, but let me just okay. clarify. You're asking what team made the best trade, basically, and how yeah. did it help them. Okay. Or,
0: or what team or what trade is going to help a team the most?
1: I think... Even though the Indians lost Trevor Bauer, the addition of Puig and Reyes as two established good hitting outfielders in that lineup is gonna just help them immensely. Yeah. Cause it's been talked about all year how the Indians need outfield help. Mm-hmm. You have an all star in Puig and right, and then you have Reyes who is just a legit power hitter.
0: He's a I, he's scary, man.
1: Yeah. He's 6'7". He's a big guy.
0: see him break the bat yesterday?
1: I didn't see that, no.
0: Bro, he got pissed, so he slammed his bat on the ground and then broke it over his knee.
1: He is a big guy, and that trade was huge for the Indians because they're still in it. And listen, sure, they lost Trevor Bauer, but I think they have enough pitching to make up for it from, like, oh, sure. Weber and Clevenger and Bieber. I think they have enough to make up for it. But adding those two bats in that lineup really helped change things for the Indians. You're looking
0: at it right now. They're three games back. Um, but the, the Twins, man, I think the Mets are playing the Twins soon, right?
1: No, the Mets already played the Twins. And the Mets huh. took both games.
0: Well, then um, I remember the Mets, looking at the Mets' schedule. But... The
1: Mets do play the Indians soon, though.
0: They do? Okay. That's A few
1: weeks. Was, A few weeks they play the Indians.
0: The Mets, man. Do you think Stroman's going to really help?
1: Um. So, watching his first start the other night, he had a little bit of a rough first inning, but you could tell that he was just kind of a little nervous. It was a new scene for him. And also, he hadn't pitched in 10 days, so he was definitely feeling a little rough. But he settled oh, down. Sure. He settled down after the first inning. He started pitching well. I think that once he gets in his own groove, I think he's really going to help out the Mets a lot.
0: Yeah, and you just got to, as you said, 10 days hasn't pitched in a while. New scene.
1: New league. He he's never pitched in that la- in the national league. So like Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, he got a couple of bats then, right?
1: He did. He told Wilson Ramos though that like he wanted Ramos calling the game. Like stroman was not gonna trust anything he thought. He wanted Ramos just to call the whole game.
0: Wow. So maybe next start he'll he'll settle in a little bit. His next start should
1: be against the Marlins during this series. So he he'll definitely be able to settle in. He'll be at Citi Field
0: no
1: the fans will be behind him
0: him. but honestly though if i'm saying the best trade that's going to help out the team the most zach rinke to the astros man
1: yeah yeah i'd say so because now you have three legit established aces in that rotation
0: that's so scary
1: like you have three guys that have held the ace title like there's you know, there's always talk of like, oh, this rotation has three aces, but this is three legit aces who have been there, done that. Like,
0: I fell into such a deep depression as soon as I saw that. One, because the Yankees didn't make any moves. Mm-hmm. And two, the Astros made the biggest move of getting Granky.
1: It's funny because that Granky trade happened within the last couple of minutes. And if that didn't happen, there really wouldn't be much to talk about it with the trade deadline, I don't think.
0: No, that was but, the big blockbuster trade.
1: And I don't think anyone necessarily saw it coming either. Like, Granky's name was always talked about, but it was always like, oh, he's got such a big contract that it's going to be hard to take on. But, yeah, yeah, dude, the Astros are going for it. Also, I saw this today. saw this this morning. And I wanted – I was going to make a post on it on the Oni Boys account, plug the Instagram. And I still might. <clears throat> I still might. But in 2017 – the Tigers were offered Javier Baez and Alex Bregman for Michael Fulmer in a three-way trade. Wow. And they said no. Wow. Would you imagine?
0: Things would be so different.
1: It would be a lot different.
0: That's actually crazy.
1: The Tigers were offered those two players in a three-team three trade.
0: The Tigers.
1: Uh-huh. Yikes, man yeah I just wanted to bring that up because I saw it this morning, that reminded me of that
0: so yeah, so that was a huge trade, obviously um uh, mm-hmm. and then Aaron Sanchez, right off the bat, throwing six no hit innings, and then they finish the the combined no no
1: mhm, and you and I talked about this a little bit the other night. uh the combined no hitter does it take away? From the magic of a no hitter, or is it still just- for sure? Yeah,
0: in my opinion, it does. I, it doesn't feel like how it should. It was like, oh, cool. Like it, it's still impressive that a bunch of hitters. Fun fact: in Rec Ball, I was part of a combined no hitter, but that was Rec Ball, and it it was like cool. Like we just we just we pitched against a crappy team that didn't get any hits. Like that's how I felt, you know. It wasn't like one guy pitched the entire nine innings. That's a lot more impressive than a combined no hitter.
1: Oh, absolutely. Hey Will. You wanna know when the last Astros combined no hitter was?
0: It was against the Yankees, I saw that.
1: Wow, you already mm-hmm. knew.
0: hmm
1: Do you know who the starting pitcher of that game was? I don't. Roy Oswald.
0: <laughs> Roy Oswald, well. And I, I saw you know, that stat. I you know forgot where I saw pitch? it. You know how
1: many he pitched?
0: One. (laughs) He pitched one inning? Yeah. Wow. See, like that right there, the Yankees, it's more about the other team sucking than it is the other pitchers pitching well. Changed my mind.
1: What do you mean the Yankees just sucked that day? Well, if
0: Rory also pitched one inning.
1: He probably got hurt or something.
0: (laughs) Right? I don't know. Maybe uh, wrong, to be but. fair, this
1: was 2003. The Yankees made it to the World Series, so you know they had a good team.
0: <laughs> right. Now, let's talk about this for a second because I'm, <clears throat> I hate the Astros. Let that be known. I've hated them since 2017 when they beat the Yankees in the ALCS. Really for that reason. That's the reason why I hate them. But the whole Charlie Morton, like I was suspicious back then. Charlie Morton had the like the the stuff on his hat. Or not not the stuff on his hat, but he would like touch his fingers to his gum after every pitch. I don't know if you ever saw that. I don't remember that. Okay, well literally, I remember watching it live and then a couple weeks after, I think Trevor Bauer even like called him out on it. He was like, Yeah, like it's increasing the spin rate. Like you could look it up. There's pictures of him touching his fingers to his gum, which obviously makes his fingers sticky. But, like, Charlie Morton, who's not that young anymore, throwing amazing. Comes to the Astros, throws amazing. Garrett Cole comes to the Astros, throws amazing. I mean, like, it could just be Astros have a really, really good pitching coach. Really, really good, like, just coaches that really form these pitchers. But, like, it's always been weird how Verlander at his old age. Like, I literally looked at all these charts and all these stats of – all the like Garrett Cole, Verlander, Morton—all their velocities, once they joined the Astros, went up like three or four on average, which is crazy.
1: See, here's my thing with this whole thing. I think, to an extent, you're grasping at straws. I think, I you're think tra-
0: so too, but at the same time, I don't think there's nothing there.
1: I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not saying that like. They're going to the Astros and taking steroids. Right. That's, and like, I, not,
0: I'm not saying that either. It's just kind of weird how like Charlie Morton, Verlander, at the age that they are at, they're throwing high 90s, which you don't see. Like usually it's the other way around.
1: Well, you know? Verlander's always throwing hard.
0: Yeah. Morton in his graph, his graph wasn't like as suspicious as Morton, though. I remember looking at Morton's graph. Like, were you about to, he wasn't a hard thrower or that hard of a thrower, right?
1: When he pitched for the Braves and the Pirates and the Phillies, when I saw him a lot, you know, being a Mets fan, he didn't throw hard. He had his moments where he was really good, but he also had moments where he was really bad.
0: He also got hurt, right? Um, he's been hurt before. Yeah. But I remember looking like there was a little bit of a break period and then all of a sudden joins the Astros. He's throwing high nineties. I mean, that was weird. But I I don't want to I don't want to buy into anything like that. Just I remember Trevor Bauer bringing it up. I remember it was just kind of weird. Plus, like me being a bitter Yankees fan, I'm just.
1: See, that's where I think you're grasping at things.
0: Right, but like because I always talk about it, like with my Yankee friend friends, right? Mm-hmm. It's it was really funny how Aaron Sanchez last 14 starts didn't win joins the Astros part of a combined no hitter. <laughs>
1: Well, to be fair, look at the team that he was on.
0: I know, I know. But, like, it was just – it was kind of funny to see that. Like, me, like, being suspicious the whole time. And then Aaron Sanchez, who sucked this year, joins the Astros and is sick. Combined no-hitter.
1: I'm a big believer in players need to change the scenery sometimes. I think that's what's going to happen here. Definitely. With Sanchez. So That's what I want uh, to bring up because I I know you're not going to be biased towards it. So (laughs) I just think you're great. And also, something to keep in mind here about Garrett Cole specifically, the dude was a first overall pick when he was drafted. Yeah. So he's going to be good. He's sick, man. Mm -hmm. Like when he was with the Pirates, he was good, but he hadn't found it yet. But now that he's on – and the Pirates were kind of winning when he was there, but now that he's on like a legit winning team year in, year out, a little different. Yeah, I feel that. That'll make you play better.
0: Some other trades that actually hasn't paid off yet. Mm. Shane Green to the Braves, and he blew a save.
1: It's only been a couple of days. And also, I listen Shane Green, good trade. The Braves need the ballpen help. But to me, I've never, even when he was on the Tigers, I've never considered him like a dominant closer. So I'm not surprised. I think the Braves should just keep Luke Jackson in the role because he was doing well. But what do I know?
0: Yeah, but I, I just it's gonna help. Like, oh, yeah, that bullpen for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, they that's gonna help. The Braves bullpen was kind of their biggest downfall up to this point, so it was a good move on their part to add Shane Green. He, I just don't think he should be the closer.
0: Yeah, it, it was funny though. I remember so on the trade deadline, I remember telling you this I literally had my phone on MOB network and then my computer split screen between Ken Rosenthal's Twitter and the Yankee game. I was really trying to multitask. Remember MLB network. They were highlighting the Braves game because the Braves had the lead. I I think it was against the nationals. And then the nationals either tied the, tied the game and came back or tied the game and won. They were like, wow, how, how perfect is it that on the trade deadline when the, when the Braves are looking to help out their bullpen, they couldn't close out a game.
1: Hmm.
0: And then they got Shane Green.
1: Yeah, I, I, I still don't think Shane Shane Green will be nice for the ballpen, but I don't think he should be their closer. Just I don't think he's consistent enough to be their closer.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that that was another big trade. There was other like smaller trades that happened. Mm-hmm. I know the Nationals got a couple arms.
1: They they need arms in that ballpen.
0: Yeah, and they got it. Um.
1: Also, a trade that I really liked under the radar was a Jesus Aguilar goes to the Rays. That gives them them a power bat.
0: Yes, and they got Sogard, too.
1: Mm -hmm, They did get Sogard. But here's my question for you, and I brought this up with you. Mm -hmm. I think the night of the trade deadline or maybe later on. But because the Dodgers, Yankees, or Red Sox didn't make a big move to help them where they needed help, That means we're not going to see one of those three teams in the World Series, yes or no?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, at first I said I agreed with you because I was so pissed off about the Astros. But definitely not the Red Sox. But for other reasons, Yankees just swept them. So, I mean, I think it's going to be really hard for the Red Sox to even make a wild card spot. Um. But watching the Yankees do that to the Red Sox and then the Dodgers come back and I literally watched the Dodgers come back and win yesterday. I mean, it could be the Braves and the Astros because they were the ones who made the big moves.
1: That's kind of what I'm leaning towards.
0: Me as a Yankee fan, I don't want to say yes and be like, yeah, the Yankees aren't going to make the World Series. But it is I could totally see an ALCS Yankees Astros and that would be. A really tough series for the Yankees. Because mm-hmm. all you need is Granky Cole and Verlander. That's all you need. Yeah. And you could bring Aaron Sanchez out of the pen. Wade Miley was a reliever, right?
1: He Wade Miley was in their rotation.
0: I know, he was, he's in the rotation now, but he was a reliever, right? You can put him in the ballpen. Okay, yeah. So if you put those that's that's filthy. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be really, really tough. And Verlander owns the Yankees. So yeah. I mean it's going to be tough, but I don't, to, I don't want to say the Yankees aren't going to make the World Series because this thing, the Yankees, like, I, I was really mad they didn't make any moves, and they should have, but I remember talking about this to you forever. They needed to make a move because other pitchers have been sucking. Hap had a good game last night. Paxton had a good game the night before, so once their pitchers are on, they didn't they need didn't to make moves on paper.
1: Yeah, and, you know, we've always said that the, the names are there on paper, but they're just not producing yeah, and
0: that's why everyone wanted a starter. That's why everyone wanted help in the rotation because we weren't producing. But on paper, like, say the Yankees did get, uh, like, say, Robbie Ray.
1: Mm-hmm. And who,
0: then who are you going to sit? It's already going to be a problem because Seve's going to come back, and you said we can use him the bullpen, use him as an opener. Mm-hmm. But Seve and Potensis are going to come back soon. And then... It's kind of overcrowding at that point, and you have to make a couple of decisions. You don't want to make CC a reliever because it's his final season. You want to see him start, and you feel like you could do good. But then you got Hap, Paxton, Herman, Tanaka. Like, You don't need six guys in your rotation for the playoffs.
1: No, you only need four.
0: Yeah, four max. Like The Astros are obviously only going to rock with three. I th- Maybe four. I could
1: see them going four for longer series. It depends on... If they have a lead, if they're trailing in a series, it, it's all gonna be well, that's gonna be something we handle come October.
0: Yeah, but that that's the thing. If the Yankees did get, they were really close to getting Robbie Ray. I don't know why that didn't go through. Mm-hmm. But um, if they did get him, then you would have like seven starters come playoffs, and like what do, what would you do at that point? So they're already gonna be overcrowded. So I guess it's okay they didn't make any moves because once they're pitchers like. Hopefully, Paxton and Hap, after having back-to-back good games against the Red Sox, that'll actually start to help them, like, get that ball rolling for them, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah no, I see what you're saying. They, they've they been inconsistent all year.
0: Completely inconsistent all year. They give up at least, like... I mean, Hap almost blew it at the end, too. And then... I wasn't happy with Bruin bringing in Sessa to follow Hap, but... <laughs> that was... He did okay. So,
1: So, oh boy. See what I thought the Yankees should have done, and I haven't even told you this because I just thought of it now, but I think they should have added in another ballpen arm. If you're, if you know,
0: Felipe Vasquez was on the market, man.
1: If your starting pitching is going to be inconsistent, why not deepen the ballpen? Yeah.
0: And as soon as I saw that Dodgers weren't going to get Felipe Vasquez, I really, I really was hoping they would get him good. I actually like Felipe Vaz, a really hard lefty out of the pen. I mean, we already have Chapman, but mm-hmm. another hard-throwing lefty, plus Britton. Yeah. And once Potensis comes back, that'd be nice. And Kaeli and Adavino are sick. They've been the most consistent out of the pen all year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Especially Kaeli. I really like Kaeli this Didn't year. He
1: just win reliever of the month. He did. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I really like Adavino too because he just he's filthy with mm-hmm. with his, So sick. Yeah, Canley's been the most consistent reliever in that penalty year. So I I'm really hoping. Um I'm I'm trying not to worry about it. I was really mad that he didn't make any moves, but I am just trying not to worry about it.
1: That's fair. I get that. I get that.
0: Are we missing any other trades, you think?
1: Um not any real major ones.
0: Castellanos to the Cubs.
1: I mean, it's a good move for them. They're in for I think that's more of a depth move, if anything.
0: Yeah. And, you know what's funny about that move? Hmm. Who do We're the Tigers top. have now besides Miguel Cabrera?
1: <laughs> Tigers are going to be rebuilding James McCann? A... He's on the
0: White Sox. Right. My bad. Wow.
1: They have... He was on
0: the Tigers, though, right?
1: Yes. They have Matt yeah. Boyd in their rotation, and that's really all they have.
0: Yeah, that's really it. So, wow. That's really it. But uh, That said, I can't believe I just said James McCann.
1: You know, it was a pretty quiet deadline overall, I think.
0: It was really focused on starters.
1: Pitching was always going to be the big thing going into it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I mean, not the best trade deadline, but not the worst, I want to say. I think it was... It was an interesting trade deadline. It it was
0: very interesting because we were wondering what all these teams were going to do in the National League because the National League is so packed.
1: But with it, honestly, since the last time we recorded, the NL has become so much more condensed, especially in that wild card. And you know what team is shocking the world right now? (laughs) Somehow making a run. The New York Mets.
0: That's crazy.
1: Like, I listen, I'll say before we dive into this even more, I just want to say it again. I'm not expecting the Mets to get into the playoffs. I'm expecting the heartbreak of a seven game losing streak, but this is a lot of fun right now.
0: Hey, three games out, man. Three,
1: three games out, a game under 500. They have a double header. They play against the Marlins today on Monday. And if they win both of those games, depending on how the rest of the matchups go, they could easily be be within a game and a
0: half and hey arizona philly san francisco they're they're all playing each other this week Mm -hmm. like that that will help the mets out so much if the mets can sweep the marlins and these two guys are playing against each other no matter who wins or loses the mets are going to move up a little bit Mm -hmm.
1: this is a huge this is a big week the mets need to sweep the marlins there's no no let up need to beat the marlins and then they have then they play the Nationals at City field this weekend
0: that's huge too they need a they need to take at least two or three
1: and I tell you what if let's say the Mets do sweep the Marlins and then the Nationals come to town City Fields gonna sound like it did in 2015 yeah it's gonna be sold out it's gonna be loud and I, hey, also, you, I, should, I you
0: should buy me tickets to go because whenever I go to a Mets game they win
1: I mean yeah hey it's, it's <laughs> that, the Saturday night game is Hawaiian shirt night.
0: Hey.
1: But here's what I was thinking, though. And I got thinking about this last night, and I, I was going to tell you, but I forgot about it. But um, I was looking. Now, a couple of years ago when the Mets got hot in 2015, they had a Sunday game against the Nationals. It was supposed to be an afternoon game. But at the last minute, they switched it to the night game for ESPN. Wow. Now, I looked it up. This Sunday night's ESPN game is Giants-Phillies. But let's say the Mets and Nationals, like the Mets sweep the Marlins and the Mets are hot. Do you think ESPN switches the Mets Nationals game from a day game to a night game again? Yeah. The viewers.
0: I could totally see that, man. Yeah, I think they that's could just huge.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, here's the thing, though, and I told this to you last night too about the Mets and they're winning right now. Seth Lugo has got to be closing games. Yeah. You got You got to put him in the closers role now. I don't. I don't want Diaz in the ninth anymore. Did
0: Did he win reliever really of the month? He did. He did. Right.
1: He did. So I, you got to throw him in the closers role because he's been so consistent all year. He's been untouchable.
0: Closers role.
1: I don't want Diaz in the ninth, especially now the Mets trying to do something. Can't put Ed Luz in the ninth. I agree, man. That's going to be the big thing. You know, the Mets... He
0: should be set up, man. Maybe.
1: He... Yeah. I, you know, honestly,
0: though, because you're playing the Marlins this week, if they have a big lead... He should come in games for a morale boost.
1: Oh, absolutely! I absolutely agree with that.
0: But like, like that should happen. Like if you guys are winning by a lot in these games, bring him in just just so he could boost his confidence a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, I think that has to be done. Yeah. Him, him, and Familia both.
0: You know, maybe because. It kind of shocked everyone when Stroman was straight to the Mets. Mm-hmm. And when they didn't deal Syndergaard or Wheeler yeah. or Diaz. It was, what are you guys doing, you know? But it kind of works out that you didn't do that because you need him now.
1: And yeah, now, now, now the Mets are in it.
0: And the Mets got Stroman and kept all – they have a filthy rotation now.
1: Also, I want to bring this up too on the offensive end of things. Um of late, even Jeff McNeil's starting to get hot again, but for a while the Mets were winning with McNeil and Alonso both being in the slump. Yeah. And Alonzo is still trying to figure it out. He's getting hits, but he's not hitting the home runs right now. But if he gets his swing back, watch out.
0: Yeah, isn't Cano hurt now?
1: Cano got taken out of the game. It's not sure what's gonna happen next. He got taken yeah. out of yesterday's game, but
0: but hey, throw McNeil at second.
1: Yeah, exactly. Throw McNeil at second, but I tell you what though, Cano has been hot.
0: Yeah, he has. Which sucks if he if he's actually hurt. Hurt. Mm-hmm.
1: He had a yesterday was his fourth consecutive multi hit game. Like he's been hitting the ball well. Wow. He's he's looking like there's still something left in the tank, and yeah. that's the Met, that's what the Mets have needed all year.
0: Yeah, they need that.
1: And also, I brought this up with you last night. I said. You know, like, the Mets are doing all of this right now without Brandon Nimmo, without Jed Lowry, who hasn't even played a game for the Mets.
0: Hasn't yeah, played a game yet. Yeah. And is, without, is he going to?
1: There has been no update on him.
0: Yeah, so he's not He's finished. basically
1: fallen off the face of the earth. He probably won't play.
0: Who dra- Did you draft him on your team?
1: No. I don't remember who did, but I did not.
0: I know for a fact someone did, though.
1: Someone did draft him, and I don't know who it was. But, and then you've had... You've been missing those two. And also you've been missing Dom Smith recently, who was hot when he was playing. Yeah. So imagine having those three back. And also, hypothetical here, imagine if Cespedes never gets hurt on his ranch. He mm-hmm. was supposed to come back around this time Yeah. if he hadn't gotten hurt on his ranch. And that would have been another big bat for the lineup. Yeah. If all those pieces came together, Mets would be one of the scariest things. think
0: that, though, in, in a five-game series... DeGrom, Syndergaard, Wheeler, stroman That's nice.
1: That's scary.
0: That's nice. That's but very nice. I do, in my opinion, think that the Astros' big three is better than the Mets' four.
1: Yeah, they're more, they're more accomplished. They're, they're more established. The, yeah. the Mets' rotation is still young in that sense. You know what I'm saying?
0: See, the big thing for the Mets, though, they play the Braves nine more times.
1: And like I told you, you know, there's Mets have 49 games left. If they can go 30 and 19 and lose, say, seven to the Braves at most, I think that it's realistic that the Mets get a wild card shot.
0: Yeah. But hey, you can look at it like, obviously, this is very, very small percentage that this will happen. But if they do have nine games left and they're only 10 out. Say they win all 9 against the Braves, which probably won't happen. The Braves are really, really hot. Braves are good. But there is a tiny, tiny chance that they could take the division still. Think about it.
1: I I can't get behind that right now just because it's so far.
0: Right. But playing the Braves nine more times and only ten back, you know? It's doable. It it probably won't happen. But, hey.
1: It's not impossible, but it's not likely and i i think the mets out of all the teams that are in the wild card hunt right now definitely have the better of the teams there i think yeah just looking at rosters and seeing who's doing what i think the mets have overall a better roster to an extent i think because the phillies have been doing so bad the mets have a better roster than the phillies
0: yeah
1: i think the giants will probably fall back a little bit. I think they're going to regret not trading a few guys. Yeah. I think that'll come back to bite them. I think the Nationals will be up there fighting with them for a little bit. The Brewers just look lost. They're a deer in the headlights right now. Yeah, they are, man. So I think now is the Mets' time to really get in this thing because I think –
0: They're turning on at the right time.
1: They are. They really are. And I think they can beat these teams that are ahead of them. I think – it's very much doable that they get a wild card spot. They just can't mess it up. Yeah. If they do. But you're
0: expecting that, so.
1: I'm fully expecting it, but I'm really enjoying the ride right now, and I don't want it to
0: end. Facts. Hopping over to the wild card in the AL real quick, and then we got to keep moving on. Um, Mm -hmm. It's going to be Cleveland, Tampa Bay, or Oakland. Maybe the Twins, if Cleveland catch up to the Twins. But I think Boston's six and a half out now. They're done. Um, they're, they're
1: done. They're done. Yeah. Letters in the mail. They're done.
0: Which is fire because the Yankees just swept them. That's huge. I really, really wanted them to do that so bad. So Boston's done. It's going to be Oakland, Tampa Bay, or Cleveland, or Minnesota if Cleveland catches up. Um, that's it. Only those four teams.
1: Yeah, the AL is very already kind of set in its ways with yeah. the postseason. I don't know who I'd root for, though, in like an as wild wildcard matchup.
0: That'd be a good game. That would be a really good game.
1: I don't know who I'd root for in that one. That'd be a really good one.
0: Yeah, wait, speaking of the A's real quick, I, I forgot to add this to the notes. They signed that uh, the fan who pitched in the, in the Rockies uh, in the bullpen thing.
1: Yeah, who hit 96.
0: Yeah, and they signed him. <laughs> i mean like you imagine
1: what a story though just be like oh i'm going to a baseball game one night and the next thing you know you're signed
0: yeah trying to impress your friends or your girlfriend signing like a girl who was talking mm-hmm. like yeah let me just try to like throw as hard as i can and then boom a sign him what was his name i forget his name
1: i can't think of his name off the top of my head right now but like
0: i'll look at it i don't want to not say his name i want to look it up keep talking though
1: yeah no it's actually kind of insane like i just can't fathom you know, normal night, you know, you get out of your job and you're like, oh, let's go to the game tonight. And you're like, oh, I'm going to throw the baseball in the speed thing. And then literally next thing you know, the Oakland A's are calling you and saying, hey, we want to give you a contract.
0: Yeah. Like Nathan, Nathan Patterson.
1: Nathan Patterson. Sounds like a pitcher.
0: Does sound like a pitcher.
1: That's a very pitcher name. That's crazy. That's very, mm-hmm. So.
0: Some more things that happened.
1: Yeah, let's hop around the league a little bit.
0: Tulo retired.
1: Tulo did retire. You know, if his career wasn't so injury riddled, Hall of Famer.
0: Yep. He sucks. Like I, you hate. Like this is not even because he was on the Yankees. Just like because technically he was like barely on the Yankees, but like you hate to see a player go out like that. Oh, absolutely! Yeah.
1: And he was just so hurt through all, throughout his career, too, that just this was going to catch up to him.
0: Yeah. Which, but, it I mean, sucks. Because I was really hoping he would have a nice year with the Yankees this year as, like, a backup guy. Mm-hmm. And that's why the sign is the minimum. If it worked out, it worked out. If it didn't, it didn't. So, yeah. And I it see, didn't, which sucks. i but.
1: tell you what, though. If, you know, Tulo in his prime, even when he wasn't the most healthiest, was probably the best shortstop in baseball for for like the
0: early, in his prime.
1: Early 2010s. Yeah. In his prime. Even when he was hurt, I still think he was the best shortstop in baseball.
0: Yeah, he could I agree. Do it
1: all. He could do it all.
0: See, never mind. I'm not going to bring that up. Um, Moving on. Bo Bichette, man.
1: Bo Bichette. Almost I, sounds like Boba Fett if you say it fast. It does, yeah. It does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought of that before, too.
1: <laughs> But, yeah, no, he's looking to be pretty legit so far within his first week of the majors.
0: You picked him up in our league.
1: I did, and he had me a good week.
0: I picked him up in my other league this morning. I looked him up. I was like, oh, he's still a free agent. I got to keep him. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's huge. Um, Honestly, I picked him up so other people wouldn't.
1: That's exactly what I did.
0: That was a defense move. Um, But, no, he had a great week. He put up points all week.
1: He did and also, you know, it's just pretty insane how Kevin Vigio's there and Vlad Jr.'s there and now Bo Bichette is there. Just you have all this new generation of, you know, baseball players.
0: That's honestly so cool.
1: It really is cool. I like it. I think it's awesome.
0: Like, that. that's so awesome. And I really love that.
1: What's scary is that all three of these players could be better than their dads.
0: Yeah. They're all really good. And the the Blue Jays did sign uh, Roy Holiday's son, right? Yes, they did. Yeah. I'll If he makes it to majors, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be like... I don't want to sound bad when I say this, but I don't know if that was just a courtesy, like, yeah, we're going to sign him because Doc. But...
1: Uh, I don't know much about... The player to make
0: that. Yeah, neither do I. Decision. Yeah.
1: So I'm not gonna.
0: But it's it's still him. really really cool, man. Oh, it that, is really like cool, all man. of the sons are on the Blue Jays. Oh, it's awesome, yeah. Yeah, um, Pujols, man.
1: Albert Pujols
0: solidifying his Hall of Fame resume.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Six fifty home runs, three thousand hits. Or, or or is it RBIs? Hits. Hits, okay. Hits.
1: Uh, unanimous Hall of Famer, yes or no? Uh,
0: I mean, he should be.
1: He's gotta be.
0: He's... See, h- how about this now, though? Obviously, we had our first unanimous Hall of Famer in Mariano Rivera.
1: Shouldn't have been the first. Shouldn't have been the first.
0: Should have been Ken Griffey. But... Does that mean now that Mo was unanimous, there's going to be a lot more unanimous players to – Well, I or, don't think – Or are they going to try to keep him like
1: – No, there's, there should be – Listen, Mo shouldn't have been the first. Let's establish that right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There are other players. Like Griffey obviously should have, but even going back before that, a Cal Ripken Jr. should have been
0: 100%. Yeah.
1: Uh, Tony Gwynn should have been 100%. You know, there's a bunch of other guys – who should have gotten the unanimous all the way through. And now yeah. that one person got it, I think we're going to see more because it's kind of like going to be allowed now, in a sense. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, so Jeter?
1: Jeter, obviously. Pujols has to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Pujols has to be. I think that's really it right now. Like, there's there's not going to be a lot of unanimous players. But you know when someone should be unanimous. You Here's know, like deal, Mike though. Trout is going to be unanimous. Oh, you know? for
0: sure, yeah. Um, So, going back to the 653,000. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure A-Rod also has that.
1: Yeah, but you know what else he has?
0: <laughs> Steroids.
1: Steroid suspicion, yeah.
0: Now, do you think A-Rod should be a Hall of Famer?
1: So, I talked about this. I actually... You know about this. I did a presentation in one of my classes about steroids. You
0: did do a presentation on this.
1: And I was asked this exact question by my professor. He's like, do you think A-Rod's going to get in? Mm -hmm. And I told him, unless... Like, I don't want to see him get in personally. I don't want the steroid guys to get in. You know, that's my opinion. Now, we'll get more into that come Hall of Fame time. Fight me on it if you want. Let's go. But anyway, my opinion on it is that if Bonds and Clemens get in, which year by year it's kind of trending like they will. They keep going up in the ballots. Uh if those two get in, I think the floodgates will open. And I think you will see Arod get in. But only if those two get in. I can't see Arod getting in before those two.
0: Yeah, I see that. Like that's my take, and I agree with that. Uh, we've talked about it so many times. I feel like, but yeah, if those guys get in, then all the other steroid guys have an opportunity to then,
1: also. Yeah, then they're just going to open up the doors, and yeah, and that'll be something very inter- that's going to be interesting to follow. I think. Come R- Hall, that's that's something I really love to follow when it comes close to Hall of Fame ballot time. Is yeah. where the where are Bonds and Clemens at? That's what I find really interesting.
0: Also, real quick should pete rose be a hall of famer yes i agree
1: i think if you're gonna let the steroid guys in you gotta let pete rose in That's simple i agree that's also now that i'm thinking about it and we'll this is my last thing i want to bring up on the hall of fame subject because we can definitely do more with this during another time do timeline. a
0: whole focus episode on it
1: we could but uh each unanimous hall of famer
0: yes he should be
1: okay good i agree
0: I he agree. And just because he was sick in Japan and did the same thing here. Mm-hmm. Dude, his
1: first 10 seasons, he had more than 200 hits a season.
0: Yeah, he should be a Hall of Famer. He's insane.
1: He was able to get more than 3,000 hits in, when he was in the U.S. Yeah. Like, come on.
0: Um, so some of the more obvious stuff that happened this week Bauer threw the ball over the fence. His last hurrah is an Indian. Uh, All the jokes. Oh, he threw the ball into Cincinnati. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of Cincinnati, Amir Garrett.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He just wanted to take on the whole Pirates dugout.
0: That was insane. Did you see John Boy's uh, breakdown of it?
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I watched something though. I watched some breakdown of it.
0: it. It was probably that. I'll send you the link though, just in case.
1: Yeah, we might Bro, be thinking the same thing.
0: I think it was because you don't recognize it when you were watching, but the whole breakdown. You see the coach. You see Amir Garrett. Like you can't see what he says, mm-hmm. but it well, literally looks like signal to- for another pitcher. Yeah, he's yeah for another pitcher. Amir Gert was basically yeah. So I'm going to go fight these guys, and yeah. then the coach was like, "Yeah, so let's go get another pitcher," and then tapped him on the butt, and then he ran over the other side. Yeah, exa- <laughs> I, I,
1: we did watch the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's What is fun. that? And then the Chris Archer story, the sad, sad
0: story. Yeah, yeah. So we we did watch the same thing. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> Chris Archer, that feels bad. And then, and then the the Reds, uh. The manager came out after being ejected. Yeah. And fought the Pirates man. Are you kidding me? Oh was- my God.
1: I'm a big baseball fight guy. I think that I think those are the best fights in sports. Yeah. That, that just further proved it right there. As long as no one's getting like seriously injured, I love it.
0: Yeah, I agree. That was crazy. Um, we got the trades. Nelson Cruz, man.
1: Another wow! His his second three homer game in two weeks. You know when I just think of
0: third of the season.
1: When I think of just pure power, Nelson Cruz just comes to mind. I agree. I think he's got. I think he's top three with power in the majors.
0: He was one and two.
1: He's always been that way. Now, Nelson Cruz. Hall of Very Good or Hall of Famer?
0: That's tough. Because um, his, power,
1: his power hasn't disappeared yet, so he still has it. And he's right. 30, 730, and I want to say.
0: To be honest, the way that I look at Hall of Fame is longevity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If he still has his power, I think he should be a Hall of Famer. then. If, if I'm going to base all of the other, like Moe, unanimous Hall of Famer, he was good his Mm -hmm. entire career, right? Yeah. If I'm going to base that off of how I see people that should be in the Hall of Fame, I think Nelson Cruz should be in the Hall of Fame, just because he still has the power at his age.
1: And Also, Nelson Cruz is also in his 15th season. Yeah. He's been around. He's been consistent. I I just think... I mean, he doesn't get enough love, but I think he should get some more.
0: He won't be unanimous, but... I think you should make it.
1: We have to see how the rest of his career plays out, I think. Yeah. Before we jump to that. But he'll be an interesting name, I think.
0: Yeah, I He's agree. Really slept on. Um oh, I wanna take some questions now? We got a, we got a couple.
1: Yeah, let's take let's take some let's take a couple questions.
0: I'm ready. I think there's three. I think um, there's three. I'll start with the this? beginning. <laughs> the consistent Al underscore Evans underscore 20. What a guy, Al Evans. Um,
1: Back in with another one.
0: What are the chances that a surging DeGrom wins back-to-back Cy Young Awards?
1: Unless he goes undefeated the rest of the way and just is lights out. That's the only way he wins another Cy Young Award, I think. I agree. And here's the thing. You know, as a Met fan, see it all the time. Jacob DeGrom takes the mound, and the Mets are like, oops, let's not go up to bat with our bats. <laughs> oops. Hey, the one
0: game we went to, though, they, they scored four in the first inning.
1: Yeah, and then they never scored again. They brought their yeah. bats to the first inning, and then the rest of the game they just shut it down. But also, Mets have only lost one game since we went, so.
0: Hey, you're welcome.
1: I mean, I don't know. I, I partially think I'm part of this good luck train, but, like, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't see DeGrom winning the Cy Young unless he's absolutely lights out. Like, I, like if he's pitching like he did at his peak last year for the rest of the season, yeah. that's the only way he wins.
0: Who is going to win, you think?
1: That's such a toss-up. And I, that's also something I really haven't thought about yet.
0: You, I mean, easy answer. You could look at Scherzer, but he's hurt now.
1: Yeah, I can't give it to Scherzer this year just because he's been on the IL like three times.
0: Yeah, so like maybe Al Evans actually has something because like I can't think of a pitcher right okay. now.
1: So I'm looking at some numbers right now, and Ryu still has a one five three. Oh,
0: Ryu. He's That's also hurt. Right.
1: He is also hurt. And Degrom hasn't been hurt yet. <laughs> DeGrom has not been hurt yet. DeGrom's numbers, 6-7, 278 ERA, 174 strikeouts, and 136 innings. He's made 22 starts, meaning he'll probably make 10 more if he's healthy. Yeah. Let's just hypothetically make 10 more starts. Let's say he wins 9 of them. He'll be 15-7. and seven. Let's say he drops his ERA to a 2-5. And let's say he gets 230 strikeouts. Does he win? Yeah, that's
0: if he doesn't get hurt.
1: If he doesn't get, that's going to be the big thing. Yeah, but, but also,
0: you you mm. also really Ryu is a monster this year.
1: I wouldn't sleep on Mike Soroka either. Yeah, ten and two, two three seven ERA, and also another guy. Maybe I outside.
0: Luis Castillo. Shot.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say he's an outside shot. I wouldn't really put him high up there, but. ERA, 151 strikeouts. I wouldn't put him too high up there, but I think he's got an outside shot. Yeah. But, you know, looking at this more, I I think DeGrom could win. He's just got to really turn it on.
0: What about the American League? I really haven't...
1: The American League? I mean, there's no clear-cut guy in the American League either. Honestly... I can fully understand why it's going to be
0: Verlander, though. Yeah, me too. Fifteen and
1: four, two six eight, two hundred six strikeouts. What about Cole? Uh, mm, I mean,
0: he was the first one to hit two hundred Ks.
1: Yeah, but higher ERA. Yeah, but like, Let's it's see. going to it's going to someone on the Astros, I think.
0: Yeah. All right, Mike Nuns. Uh, the NL Central.
1: Mike Nuns, I think. All right, first things first. With Mike Nuns, I'm a little bit bitter towards him because he did beat me this week.
0: He beat me last week, so I mean,
1: <laughs> I'm a little bit bitter. But also, my a little quick fantasy beef right now. Three of my pitchers either got bumped from the rotation or got sent down this week. So oh, I only had sucks. five starts. I only had I only had five guys make five. Oh starts. yikes!
0: And it was st- you still put up so many points.
1: I I have the offense, I don't have the bat. I know I have the offense, I don't have the pitching. That sucks. Like, I for a long time, I was consistent with my pitching. But now, mm-hmm. Zach Eflin gets moved to the ballpen. Two guys get sent right. down, you know? It just sucked.
0: Woodruff is now hurt for you?
1: Well, yeah, Woodruff's hurt, too. That,
0: that blows. Yeah,
1: but anyway, back to Mike Nunz's question about who's going to win the Central. I think it's at the point where I can kind of feel confident with the Cubs. Yeah. I, I've been saying it for so long. I don't know how the Cardinals are in the spot that they are.
0: But they're only a game and a half back. They're they're and they're six games over.
1: They, I, dude, I don't know. This team, just on paper, shouldn't be doing this well. Goldschmidt
0: had that really, really good week for them. And that kind of jump-started everything for him.
1: Oh, yeah that they've been waiting for that for a while, but I think I do think this is the Cubs division mm-hmm. I think that they have the staying power I think
0: yeah.
1: the Brewers are only four out, but I think that like I said earlier they're just a deer in the headlights right now they but I
0: think the Dodgers are well the Dodgers and the Braves are well and above the Cubs
1: oh absolutely I
0: think the Cubs will make the playoffs, but I think they won't make it past the first round.
1: The Cubs have too many holes, even though, and I think we mentioned this a while back on an episode, but like, you know, the Cubs still have a decent amount of guys from that World Series team, but they're not performing like they did. Yeah. Chris Bryant isn't putting up MVP numbers. No, he isn't. You know, that's, that's a big thing.
0: Rizzo really isn't either, but.
1: I mean, Rizzo's still having a good year, but he's not having a Rizzo year. Yeah. I mean, Javi Bias is kind of coming to his own. You know, he's become a really great player. He's
0: great. Schwarber's been really hot for them, too. But mm.
1: You know, they have... you know, Their pitching is, at times, questionable. They st- they have mm-hmm. good names. They're, their pitching's questionable at times. Kimbrell hasn't been as locked down in that yeah. moment. But I It'll think... He'll help. He'll help. I think that the Cubs can... Get the division. They're not going to make it far in the playoffs.
0: No. I agree. Because they're going to have to play the Braves. And then, obviously, the Dodgers that's, will play whoever wins a wild card.
1: That's true. Because the Dodgers will easily be the one seed.
0: Yeah. So, that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, moving on. I guess this is directed towards me. But, how hype are you that the Yankees swept the Red Sox in a four-game series? That was by uh, Dat Mike. Oh, okay. Um, It felt so good to watch them sweep. (laughs) Especially winning both of the games in the doubleheader and then just finishing it off. Oh, my goodness. To put away the the, the Red Sox, make them lose eight in a row. That's huge. Feels so good.
1: (laughs) I can't really comment on that one too much.
0: (laughs) I know. (laughs) But yeah, uh, huge, man. Feels so good. I, everyone in that series performed. Glyber had an amazing series, but there were also a lot of injuries. Edwin is now hurt. He didn't play a couple games because he was hurt. Hicks is now in the IL, also. Um, they're talking about Glyber might be in the IL, also, because Glyber had a core issue. The same thing they said about Judge when Judge went on the IL for a few weeks. So that's a little scary need to just keep having injuries. Mike Ford is now back up.
1: (laughs) Wait, you know who we got to talk about?
0: Mike Talkman. The
1: the MVP? You know, like, I've
0: I've given him a lot of hate, and you know that, but, like...
1: I, I just hype him up to just be a jackass to you.
0: But to be completely honest, he's really playing well. Like, really playing well.
1: I mean... Who needs Aaron Judge when you have Mike Talkman, you know?
0: I mean, I, I know you say that as a joke, but like Mike Talkman every time I look down at my phone or every time he's up at bat, he gets a hit or gets RBIs. At least that's hey, what it feels like.
1: You, you, you know you can't stop a legend.
0: <laughs> Aaron Judge hit a home run last night. His 12th of the season.
1: Mm.
0: Of you know, course, again, wasn't pulled
1: it's not a big deal that he's not pulling the ball.
0: If a right-handed that's where, hitter That's where all of his power is, man.
1: If a if a right-handed hitter can hit home runs to right center, that means he's got natural power. Yeah. Anyone can pull a home run.
0: Yeah. Anyone. Like it's it's impressive that he's hit 12 home runs and none of them have been pulled. Yeah.
1: When you're going to right center as a right handed hitter, that means you have the power to drive the ball. You're driving the ball. You're not pulling the ball.
0: I'm pretty sure he hit it 386 around that last night. Mm-hmm. It was it well, cleared you the know, bullpen. The
1: Little League parks, you know, okay, they That's a
0: after- home run in any park. <laughs> I don't even want to hear that. He cleared <laughs> the bullpen. Which you mean like that's a bomb for a lefty. And he hit that as a as a righty, bro.
1: Well, like I said, I mean, if you go to right center as a right handed hitter, that means you have the natural power. Yeah. You're naturally strong to do that.
0: Yeah. Because, um,
1: like I said, anyone can pull a ball. Anyone. But to actually be able to go opposite field with power means that you have it.
0: Yeah. Um, and then Stamos shouted you out, Will. Oh. I don't know if you saw that. I haven't. He said, and I quote, I effing love you, Pancake i mean who doesn't the whole the whole joke i tried to make it cool that i'm away on vacation right now still doing the podcast and pancake was like how look at my view
1: (laughs) it's it's my front yard see here's the thing i don't know what if you were not expecting me to come up with a joke or roast you for that (laughs) you should have seen the writing on the wall because the moment i saw that i'm like oh he's about to get it (laughs) (laughs) he's about to get roasted in front of everyone and i'm i'm yeah
0: i miss stamos what a guy
1: i do too i do too speaking of Oniana, we will be in the same room recording a podcast in a good two three weeks
0: yeah it's It's gonna be a lot better it's gonna sound so much better
1: it's gonna sound better we're probably we're probably gonna vibe more off of each other because we'll be in the same room.
0: Yeah, instead of the weird, awkward pauses and stuff.
1: I think it's gonna be we're we're gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun, you know, We're gonna have people coming in.
0: Yeah, and then guests. I'm so pumped for that.
1: There's gonna be a lot going on with this pod. We're gonna that's when we're really gonna take it to the next level. You know, we've been saying that for a while, but it's getting yeah. closer. So we're getting more excited for it. I'm excited. So, yeah. It's gonna be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I think that'll about do it, man.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I
0: I'm, I'm ready to go catch some waves. So
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go catch some waves too. Oh wait. <laughs> I, there are no waves.
0: Yeah, my whole family's at the beach right now. I've been chilling. It's nice to have a little bit of a break, but time to go, uh time to go to the beach. Busting out the visor. I already have it on. <laughs> oh,
1: Of course. <laughs> of course.
0: I. right. That'll do it, man.
1: All right. See you guys in the next one. I'll see ya.